Go ahead. Whatever, Dave. Whatever, Dave. Whatever, Dave. Okay, say yeah, Dave. Whatever. Whatever, Dave. It's the Whatever Dave Radio Network. Wherever fine podcasts are ignored. Fellas, it's been a minute. Whatever, Dave. Now? Yeah, just a minute. Whatever, Dave. Actually, it has been a shorter turnaround because uh, all of us have better things to do this week. Wow! So we're getting this done early. No. It is, uh, it, which is good because um, there's going to be some Supreme Court decisions coming down this week. And oh. uh, by the time Thursday comes around, this country's going to bet it at each other's throats. And it's just going to be, it'd just be awkward to do a, 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 a fun, carefree podcast like this. We know where your priorities lie, Michael. Yeah. Um, another thing I can't tell uh, if it's real or if it's, uh, or, or if it's uh, fake is uh, I can't believe it's not butter. Right. Um, and the Maury lie detector test says that that is indeed not butter. Ah. Uh, but Vince McMahon, founder and CEO of the World Wrestling, well, it used to be the w- World Wrestling Federation before they were uh, uh, sued by panda bears. Uh, the WWE has stepped down um, because it turned out that uh, some hush money that he was paying to a mistress wow. uh, came to light. Wow. And uh, Rich, you may know who this guy is. Remember when you were in that uh, phase where you wanted everyone uh, to be fired who minorly inconvenienced you? Oh, yeah. And then I showed you that YouTube video <laughs> of that guy just go, screw you. Yeah, You're I, fired. I like that guy. Right. Well, that was Vince McMahon. Yeah, allegedly. Well, I saw it on, on ESPN. He was stepping down from the WWE because he paid off a mistress. But, but Vince McMahon has been like the worst villain on TV since Stone Cold Steve mm. Austin was was top of the heat before uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was Hollywood royalty. So I can't tell if this is real or a bit because then I hear he comes out on uh, uh, at the beginning of SmackDown. He just says, this is SmackDown. And that's it. So I, I think it could be shtick, huh? Well, I saw it on ESPN, but I mean, maybe ESPN was taking it for right. I don't know. Duped. First of all, he pays five million dollars to his alleged mistress, who was uh, apparently legal counsel who worked for the company that he uh, apparently uh, allegedly had an affair with. She should have advised against the affair over five five million over three years. But it's his own money. Who cares? I don't. I don't understand this at all. Well, and anybody who watched the Austin McMahon feud saw Vince McMahon do way worse on television. So, I mean, compared to the character he's been portraying uh, since the late 90s, paying a mistress off with a few million dollars seems kind of tame. It's not like he took company money and did it. He took It, it was his own. It right. wasn't embezzled, was Who it? Who cares? Yeah. No, it was his own money. Okay. Like, I don't it's care. It's his own business, yeah. Just have Stone Cold drive to his office in a Zamboni, give him a stunner, and then uh, let's let's move on with our lives. That would be something. Yeah. And then give the proceeds to his ex-wife. Yeah, that'd be nice. Linda. Linda. Are they still married? Yeah, yeah, they're still married. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, at that point, is it Linda Carter? Uh, no. Oh, Linda McMahon. It's Linda McMahon. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at that point, when you're that old and have that much money, you know, you're just waiting. You're you're just waiting for to put one of them in a nursing home. So, <laughs> at that point, why get divorced and start over? Oh. Hey, he makes a good point. Yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> um, there's some. You know what though? Something that is real, and I did not. Israel. No, uh, is, Dave is Jewish. Is is real? Well, it does have yes. to do with Dave. Really? Yes. We didn't get to it 
last week, but uh, Dave has some disturbing habits when it comes Holy to smokes. going to the doctor's office. Oh, and it's time for an intervention <laughs> that we let Dave know that what he does at the doctor's office is not normal and not okay. So, Dave, why don't you tell us? <laughs> why don't you tell what us your setup. your quote unquote uh, secret to not being at the doctor's office for too long? Well, uh, let me just preface this so by everyone saying will that know, I don't hear, find this to be weird at all. Just oh. what a psychopath but, you really are. So <laughs> I usually always will only make an appointment with the doctor that it's the first or second appointment of the day. Okay. Uh-huh. So right. far makes sense. Right. Yeah, that's not When I get to the office uh-huh. and I check in uh, and I'm in the waiting room, for every 15 minutes that I'm sitting in that waiting room, <laughs> I will go back up to the front and say uh, my appointment time was this time. All right. Okay. All right. Minorly annoying, okay. but because I don't want to sit there forever. Not the worst thing I've okay. ever heard. All right. Then uh, when you go into the office, they always do the standard wait. Uh, then they take the nurse takes you in, you know, a couple questions and then leaves. And when the nurse leaves and says the doctor will be in soon, I say, please leave the door open. <laughs> And they say, well, it's our our policy to uh, have the door closed. Come on, Dave. That's a HIPAA violation. That's fine. I then open the door. (laughs) What? Stand in the doorway. Oh, my God. And stare stare at the the desk where the nurse is sitting so they don't forget me. (laughs) Dave, (laughs) you you can't do that. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. So you just stand in the doorway. Leering at the front office, yes. making everyone uncomfortable. Yes. Has anyone ever called security or the police? No. On you? no. Well, you're lucky. No, they, they don't. No, they don't. Listen, the the doc. My time is just as important as the doctor's yeah. time. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in there, and I'm the first appointment, and I hear the doctor in his office dictating patients from the day before. That is why he gets behind. You need to handle that on oh, the day before and not make me late. You know, every single time that you went at the doctor's office because he's dictated. What if he's like giving someone a terrible diagnosis or something? Well, yeah, let me just tell you, I, I have right. interviewed the doctor. And the new way that <laughs> they the, the, new, you. the new way they do things is they don't even dictate anymore. <laughs> they make the doctors put in the uh, information in the computer while they're in the room with you. And the doctor told me that he sees 20% less patients per day because he has to take the time. Because some weirdo is standing in the doorway making his nurses uncomfortable. I want to know why you think that my time is not as important (laughs) as your time. So what kind of reaction do you get when you're standing yeah, in the doorway? Yeah, that's doorways? what I was wondering. Not, not, staring not, at the nurse's station. Nothing. nothing. They just, well, they, you they think just they're used to it? That's yeah, of course. There? They won't. Okay. They won't forget about me. Here's oh, the it's thing. him. You know, they, they, <laughs> they, they you know, they, they shut the door and they, they have the little, the little plastic, little things they pull out to show you that the, the patient's there. They forget about you. Mm. They forget about you. You know, you might be right. What if somebody comes in and they have a uh, something that they feels more important right. than you or know? What if, what if, say this, Dave. The doctor is feeling around somebody's lymph nodes, yeah, and and they miss a suspicious bump because a nurse comes in and says, uh, "Excuse me, uh, this a man peering in this, at us. This bearded man in Denver <laughs> in Denver Broncos garb is making us really uncomfortable." And so he 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 Uh-oh. finishes up with the patient 
a little quicker than he normally yeah. would, and they missed something, all because you wanted to shave 15 minutes off your doctor's appointment. I hate to say it. It's probably happened. Yeah. Let, me, let me get this straight. How many people have Dave? How has many Dave, people have you killed? Yeah. Let, me, let me get this straight. You think that yes. the nurse is going into the doctor yes. while he's giving an exam and saying, you need to hurry up because right. this guy is making us nervous? Because, Dave, we know you as the lovable, cuddly Dave, but you're a very large man <laughs> with a beard and resting bitch face. So, so I'm telling I can you. see you being very intimidating to someone who doesn't know you, and you're just standing there in the doorway, I'm not saying anything, I'm telling staring you right, at the nurses. It's very unsettling. First of all, I'm telling you right oh. now. Oh, I'm no. telling you right now. This oh, works. No. Yeah, for you. This works. Oh. You should try it. How many people have you killed? We're doing a podcast with the angel of death. Yeah, this what works. Called whatever angel of death. This is a foolproof way <laughs> to not waste your half a day sitting at the doctor's office when they come in. Finally, after you've been sitting there for an hour, give you a five minute checkup and then you leave. Do you ever? Go ahead, Richard. You're not afraid of an unconscious bias. Like they will misdiagnose you like just unconsciously because they're annoyed by you you're not afraid no. by that afraid no. of that that's called that's called a lawsuit do you it's ever called malpractice right. what are you talking about do you ever How could you prove it though right first of all you... first okay <laughs> All right, Dave. There is. There, look. Do you ever find that look? You go to a doctor, and after you're done staring his nurses down for a half hour, next time you go, they magically no longer take your insurance. Wow. No, but can I tell you how nice I've been to my doctor? I've brought tell my us. doctor gifts. Oh, that's nice. One my, my doctor, do. my doctor said that he was having trouble getting an AM signal in his office. <laughs> I got him a special radio wow. for his office. All and right. It went right in the trash because they it is still sitting in his patient. office. Right. Okay? OK. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. So. All right. So what you do okay. is you terrorize these people <laughs> and then you try to buy them off with gifts. I just yeah. I just don't have the time to be spending sitting there. I'm a very important person and I don't have the time for this. It might only be to myself, but I <laughs> am a very important person. OK. All what right. would you a typical doctor's day? Yeah. What was your last time you went to the doctor? Do you remember what you did after the appointment? Right. I went and played what, golf. What did you have? <laughs> right. It's I had fun. a tea time to get to. Oh, okay. So, all right. All right. So, you say you interviewed the doctor. It sounds more like you grilled the doctor. What were the circumstances leading up to I your wanted to know what the ratio of patients were from when he used to dictate and then, and then the person used to type up his notes to now he's got to do it himself. And he agreed with me. He goes, yes. He goes, it's tough because I can't see as many patients because I got to spend the time inputting hmm. the data that I used to dictate and pay somebody to do this. Okay. Well, so it, it's just made it harder on the doctors with more patients to be seen 20% less per day. And then you're just sitting there for a longer period of time. I can't tell you how many times I took my grandmother to the doctor, sat there for hours hmm. Well, look, uh, speaking of taking too much time, we spent entirely too much time talking about this, but I'm glad that we got it out there and to clear the air so that everyone could hear what a monster Dave is. I don't feel that I'm a monster. And I think that the, the people <laughs> who listen to whatever Dave would be on my side. Well, they, they would, probably will be like, this is a great idea. If you are in the medical community 
or you're just a patient who would like uh, thorough medical care without a, another patient hassling them, please email <laughs> Dave at david.rieger at cumulus.com and let him know how wrong he is. I have a friend who works in the medical profession. I'm going to ask, not your I'm gonna ask this friend what this person thinks of what I do, and then I will report back. Your friend isn't yourself in the mirror. <laughs> no, it's not. You know what? Actually, yes, because... Um, you know, we have about a week and a half till the next whatever, Dave. So go ahead and report back. I will report back. You guys are going to feel so stupid yeah. when the person who works in the metal profession be like, well, that, that's an, that, you know, that's impressive. No that's more impressive stupid than do. I do, you know, contributing to this program. <laughs> <laughs> your friend will say, please lose this number. All right, Dave, <laughs> let's jump into your sack of stuff here. All right. First story uh, comes from the great state of Indiana. Wow. I know uh, Rich, you're a big fan. Um, the Hoosiers. So exactly, very good. Wow. So go fighting Indi- Larry Bird. An Indiana woman tracked her boyfriend using an Apple AirTag device over a suspected affair. Then, after a dispute, ran him over and killed him. Holy oh, smokes! Yeah. These Apple tags—they are a scourge. They yeah. are a menace. According to a probable cause a f- affidavit obtained by USA Today. 26-year-old 26 26 Galen Morris told the witness she had an air tag. She had used an air tag to follow her boyfriend, Andre Smith, to a bar in Indianapolis. At the location, uh, Morris and Smith were seen getting into a heated dispute. When Morris swinging an empty wine bottle towards the, uh, the other woman yeah, Smith was with, prompting the bar owner to ask them to leave. Mm. According to court records, Morris then got into her car outside the bar and clipped Smith, causing him to fall to the ground. Wow! After he had fallen, Morris next backed over Smith, then pulled forward and hit him for a third time. Morris then got out of the car and attempted to chase after the other woman before being detained by police who had arrived at the scene. So she killed the guy. Then she chased after the uh, (laughs) The, person. Exactly. And this was all prompted by tracking him because of the Apple AirTag. Yeah, these Apple AirTags are bad news. I mean, it's been on the news that um, car thieves will troll a parking lot and they'll find a car they like, put an Apple Air tag on it, oh. then go steal it from out in front of people's house. Whoa. Um, there's been women who have been stalked using these. Um, and now this. What is it exactly? Can you describe it? I'm, Dave probably. So me. what it is, is it's a little circular, almost like a little magnet. It's like a little tag. And what oh. it originally was made for was to put on your wallet or keys right so if you lost them you okay. could track them okay well like what people are doing you know all good things get ruined sure. by people you know it's all fun and games until yeah. you got to go and stalk somebody right you now well and i think there <laughs> is good advice there is some kind of a way that you could check right. if you're being I, correct you, so so according to the story apple has now installed new safety uh, measures to notify people how to navigate unwanted tracking. Mm. Okay. The AirTag was designed, according to Apple, to help people locate their personal belongings, not to track people or other another person's property. And Apple condemns in the strongest possible terms any malicious use of their product. Gotcha. Because you could find out that someone's tracking with an Apple tag, like, you could be in your car, but you might not know where the Apple tag is. Right. And it's not like you want to pull over to the side of the road and look for it because mm. whoever put it on your car or in your purse or in your jacket or whatever could be following you. Sure. Right. So that's why you throw it into a river or something. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just drive that thing in a river. I probably would drive to maybe like a, a local police precinct. 
So but, it is a little physical disc. Yeah, it's like can... a little circle. Th- it's like a little circular magnet sort of mm. that goes into your wallet or keys or anything mm. that you might, you know, lose. And then you can track it and you can find it. Uh, but of course, other people have been using it for nefarious deeds. You know, exactly. Right. Well, Dave, that's very good life-saving advice. I mean, that's, that's the second story that I've told that, is, you know, right. It's pretty good today. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you just say so yourself. <laughs> you all right, all right. Here you go. Hey, hit, Dave. Hit, here it. Yeah, hit, hit the hit the you suck drop. Go ahead. Just, Dave, okay. you suck. There we go. All right. <laughs> Dave knows the drill. Yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> okay. Go next topic. So this story is a little uh, concerning and a little weird. Oh. It's uh, Mark Zuckerberg. If you're familiar with his work, the uh, creator of the Facebook. Right. Yeah. He's been designing Thank you for that. Rich been... is a much bigger fan of Tom from MySpace. Oh, I love that. All right, guy. okay. Well, Zuckerberg has been designing clothes for you to wear in the metaverse, including Thanks. a formal gray suit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what he's doing is he's creating these fashion uh, stuff and luxury outfits that you can wear, like in your like in like the metaverse, wow. but like it, like your How like fun. your like your emoji. Oh, and if they're I... and they're selling these things. Wow. If I'm in the metaverse. I want to wear ba- uh, the Batman suit. Oh, that'd be cool, man. Or like the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Get yeah. It says that users will be able to purchase digital swag. Wow. For their avatars to wear while exploring the expanding metaverse. <laughs> so how do I get it? I mean, who's paying for your avatar to be dressed in some uh, Prada well, like, or Tom you, Brown or, you I know, mean, people do that like on the Sims, don't they? I mean, I guess we have to. Uh, we should get Danielle, our Sims expert, on. Yeah. One day. It says here that avatars, the horn here. avatars, will be as common as profile pictures today. But instead of the static image, they're going to be living 3D representations of you, your expressions, your, your gestures. I, I want to get in on this metaverse. However, I can't afford the accoutrement. No, you need. Don't you need like a little virtual reality thing? Yeah. It says here that Zuckerberg wants people to get really excited about the new avatar skins and the merch, but it's the brands that should be really getting excited because they can sell everything for for pure profit, pure profit. There's no overhead costs. They're moving no product. There's no possibility of overstocking and they can reuse old designs that are rebranded as digital. Hmm. Dave, you you are always up on the uh, on the newest gadgets. I think you need to you need to get into this metaverse to let us know what it's all about. Yeah, go in the metaverse for us, Dave. Are there like chat rooms like when the internet first started? Yeah. I mean, be, be, I, I'm not really sure, but we're gonna have to look into this, right? Like because you'll hear people like harassing other people in the metaverse, or like, and I'm like, where like where are they meeting in the metaverse? Are there like metaverse chat rooms or metaverse cafes? And uh, I, you know, everyone says that the metaverse is going it, to it's going to be like the new email. Your, yeah, it says here that social uh, media, like you're going to use it in your everyday life. Um, I just don't know what that's going to look like. But when I first heard of the Internet, you know, I, I, I had no idea how that was going to be integrated into our everyday life. And now, you know, it's now it's like another appendage. So it says you're going to have a wardrobe of virtual clothes for different occasions designed by different creators from different apps and experiences. Right. The company has invested $10 billion into metaverse development. It's not that much, really. Uh, you don't think so? <laughs> you know what? You know what's going to suck in the metaverse? 
when uh, instead of having like a Zoom meeting where you can just turn your camera and your microphone off, you're all going to meet in the metaverse oh, yeah. and you can't mute oh. yourself in the metaverse. Oh, it's going to be off. I'm getting anxiety it already. It says yeah. here that the Zuckerberg didn't comment on concerns experts have raised about the metaverse. The virtual world is said to pose many dangers. I right. What dangers? Anxiety. I don't know. Yeah. The billionaire also hasn't revealed who he thinks will be buying his virtual clothes. Hmm. Uh, but he's personally doing much of the heavy lifting to make sure the metaverse feels real and important. I'm uh I'm probably I'm gonna say something that's probably gonna age very terribly. Good. Like the uh like the old Today Show footage where from like 1995 when they're all trying to figure out what the heck the internet is. But I feel like Mark Zuckerberg is trying to oversell the metaverse here. Hmm. I mean, to me, it sounds like a great place to maybe play some video games. It's a step above Wii Tennis. <laughs> and uh i'm not so I sure know. i understand what these dangers are going to be in the maybe metaverse. there's some metaverse porn that uh you, you know because uh, uh. let, let's be honest porn is the driver of all technology i mean youtube streaming video all that stuff so I, i'm sure like like you know uh, porn's gonna find a way to use it but like i don't know are we all going to just uh be sitting in our house and all of our social interactions are like okay Rich, let's go. Uh, let's put on our metaverse goggles and meet at uh, the metaverse I mean, mall. For and, instance, and mm. get uh, some metaverse Zabaros. On the last episode oh, I, of Whatever Dave, I you were like complimenting that. Rich on his attire. Thank you. Yeah. I could see you being at your home and Rich being at his home, and you would be complimenting him on his attire in the metaverse. Yeah. Which I could he, see that which, too. He, which he just purchased. Um, which I like and don't you know, like. Online. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool to be able to like, hang out without leaving your house but it would also suck to never leave your house you know what i'm saying especially after a pandemic right so yeah i I mean maybe a metaverse is going to be very uh, i think this is like the perfect time for this don't you because we're kind we kind of we're used to being stuck at home oh maybe so i think he's capitalizing on what we got used to yeah that could be david but i I still think people are going to want to get out of their house and like well, uh, you know, it might be cool for like I, I can see like the NFL or like Major League Baseball like doing something with the metaverse where you know you can watch the game that way and feel like you're on the field or something. I but. could see like metaverse parties, yeah, where you all get together and you. I would love all, them that because you, you I can dress just, up your avatars. You know, I am a I am a ghoster at a party. Uh, it's very uh, it's a very overwhelming thought for me when I'm leaving a party to have to say goodbye to everyone, especially like, oh, you're leaving already. You know, you get the hassle. So <laughs> if I'm at a metaverse party and I want to leave, I'll just be like, I'll just I'll just like dip and be like, OK, my battery died. Sorry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Lost the wall. Lost Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, okay. we'll see. Like I said, what I'm saying about the metaverse might look really stupid in 20 years, but then again, we may all be dead. Next topic. I kind of feel that this next story kind of reminds me of Rich, oh. and I think that this could be you. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you Everything know, I'm re- your muse for so many you things. Are, yes. Everything reminds him of Rich. Uh, I hear his name in the wind. Oh. <laughs> a real life castaway. Rich. Gave up being scary. a millionaire stockbroker. <laughs> wow! And to live on a deserted island with two female mannequins. Wow! <laughs> okay, so that reminded you of me. <laughs> yeah, it did. take cool. us through. Take us through it that, did, Dave. Did. Dave, Glish- no, not the story. No, take us through why that reminded you of Rich. It just did. I just, I just kind of feel like I, I read the story. 
I read this third I, and I kind of feel like this on could, an this island. Is, yeah, this is rich with two mannequins. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, if this guy, this guy's got metaverse money, he could just do this uh, virtually from his mansion. Yeah. Well, this guy, uh, David Glasheen, 78, has been living on Restoration Island off the off the coast of North Queensland since 1997. Cool. But his life of solitude is getting a little bit risky because he's getting older. And his mannequins are breaking down. It says after his fortune and home was lost in the 1987 Black Tuesday crash. Wow. He ditched the high life in Sydney, Australia, and moved to Cape York Peninsula in the 90s hmm. but as he nears closer to turning 80 david admits it's going to be harder to lead a companionless ex existence it's harder now than it it's was when he was it's in going his it's going to be because yeah. his body is starting to change right right and as his days, <laughs> that's what happens when you're 80 and as his days go on his oh, life I in solitude could pose a problem gotcha. as his health takes a turn right. he might need some help right so he's gonna Visiting have to, angels right he's gonna <laughs> Right. Boat, uh, boat the visiting angels after this. <laughs> He's going to have to move into a, uh, a a retirement community for active so, seniors. So so David is appealing for some company to join him in his secluded lifestyle. Wait, so but, are those but, the mannequins or the mannequins already there? No, the mannequins are there. He's looking for some real people, but he can't find anyone who's willing to commit to the change of pace. He can't afford to pay a full salary, but he thinks a middle-aged couple may be most appropriate who have skills to help on the island and receive some stipends. Hmm. So maybe you're not the guy that's out there, but maybe you and someone can go and be with this guy on this island. <laughs> do you have to live there can... or do you just like show up for an eight hour day and go home? It says that so I would take that job as long as I don't have to like bathe them. He has, he has solar internet connection. <laughs> he has books and two mannequins and their to... names are Miranda and Phyllis for company. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> This guy will. De this guy is definitely going to murder whoever comes out to this island. Yeah. He, do not take this job. He, he, he does a yearly grocery shop, and he and uh, he uh, how often he's grocery shop. and he's collected a stockpile of tinned and dried goods, but he relies on his. Uh, he's a hunter and a, and a gatherer, so he collects oh. bush cherries, plums, don't hear native capers, coconuts, do and beach almonds. We have a picture almonds. of this guy. Yeah, it, it, I, it was in the. I didn't print it I out. Like modern yes. hunter. He kind of looks like he kind of looks like Tom Hanks and Castaways. Yeah, at the that's beard. what I'm picturing. He says it's like living in Jurassic Park. Cool. He you says know, this is it. He's not making any of this sound more appealing. He says that he he has plenty of time to reflect on his first half of his life as a city slicker, and he believes he understands why people can struggle. Hmm. And you know, so he's looking for you know some some people to come and kind of help him out because he said he took a fall, he broke a hip oh. and, and it's hard being, well, maybe it's time and, you come back to the mainland, the get some well, medical attention. Well, yeah. my, well, my question is, do you think that he's been, he's been gone since 97? Do you think that he could, it would be, it would almost be like coming like a person in the military coming back from like to yeah, real life, to reassess, reassemble yeah. into a society, right. assimilate. Right. I, well, so, He's got solar internet, and he's been there since 1997. Yes. So he must have been an early adapter of the internet. Yeah. Wonder what kind of computer he's running. I'm not sure what type of PC <laughs> or Mac that he has on the island. I mean, uh, that's, that's got to be 55. That's got to be right, 56k. Cool. But uh, he spends his day playing Minesweeper in that pinball Rich, game. Do you want to <laughs> go? Do you want to go live the life of a uh, of an isolated individual on an island in? Uh, you know, Australia somewhere. The seclusion sounds nice, but I, I would like to have access to medical attention if I yeah. needed it.
I mean, here's the thing. And I love eating. I can't hunt and gather. I love paying for food. I see these commercials for these great senior communities, and I am so mad I can't move in yet <laughs> because they got, like, tennis courts. Oh, yeah. They got these walking trails. Uh, walking bathtubs, too. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on how I much know. I want to walk in bathtub. I know. You've talked about it before. They got 7 a.m. water aerobics. Oh, not. Oh, I wouldn't like that. You'd be into that? I need a I need a low impact way to start exercising every muscle of my body. You ever heard of a recumbent bike? What in the hell is a recumbent bike? No, that sounds obscene. I like it though. Um, that's the kind of thing that gets you in trouble in the metaverse. I would say, right? <laughs> Maybe I would say to this guy, spend a week at Fox Run in Novi <laughs> wait, or Magnolia by the lake. So you're gonna wait? So you so you want to tell this guy who's been off the coast of Australia on yeah. this deserted island? Come to Fox Run Novi. Yes. Or play some, play some pickleball. Or Fox and, uh, Run Queensland, Australia, yeah, whatever they and, have uh, over there. And you think that that will, uh, that, that will help them. Try it for a month. And then <laughs> and then if you want to go back to your little island, your two, your two plastic girlfriends can come too. You don't have to leave them behind. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want a Wilson-type situation. He probably has to use those mannequins as like crutches. Right. Did you guys ever see the movie Mannequin? No, no, <laughs> have it. It's a good movie. Dave, yeah. are you just are you just trying to ask us dumb questions now because of the reaction you got from us a couple weeks ago? No, well, I believe he really does enjoy the film Mannequin. No, it was a good movie. I'd yeah. like to watch it with you. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Here's the thing about let's wa- watch it for here, real well, though, here, not here, in the metaverse. Well, here's the yeah. thing about watching movies with with you and Michael. Yeah. Ever since the here last one, here we which go. was an epic fail. Yeah. Although that's not true. The last one was good. We're talking about the one before. Okay. Lost Boys was I thought was very oh, well yeah. received. It's well received. But, but, I mean, but point, break, already, that, point well, break, not so much. Well, I mean, it's not well received. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the Lost Boys millions of times yeah. before that one. But I've gotten plenty of movies that I think Michael should be exposed to. But the problem with him is you never know how he's going to react. All right. I to relitigate this. Isn't that part of the fun though? It it's is, not my is. fault, Dave, that Keanu Reeves' character was a complete <laughs> bumbling idiot in Point Break and got Gary Busey killed. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Yes. Anyway, right, it's fine. Uh, next topic. All right. Uh, this, I think, story, as much as Michael hates it when I do this, I think this is right up Michael's oh, alley. Oh, is this about Legos? No, it's not. <laughs> but I did see a story on ESPN before I came here about Legos and how they're helping children with cancer. So that's I think cool. you need to stop. Very nice. Throwing shade on Legos. Very okay? nice. See, Dave, that's how you do a Lego story. A 30-second mention. All right. All right. Anyway, in honor of the annual in the annual Westminster Kennel Club dog show, okay. Google has dropped a pretty cute search feature. Okay. When fans search for Westminster Dog Show, they'll see a paw print in the left-hand corner that they can click. And from there, dog paws will reach across the screen and barks will ring out in excitement. Cool. Each click adds a new <laughs> paw print to the screen. And then there's also a reset button. Actually, Dave, this is very cute. Here, I'm going to try it yeah. here. Uh, let, me, let me share my screen. Please do. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, share screen. I feel like I'm doing a. How you can share the screen. I feel like I'm doing a Zoom meeting in the metaverse. All right. Type in Westminster. Wow dog show yeah okay <laughs> there you go oh my goodness that's cool i don't have my sound on so we can't hear oh my good dave this is delightful yes i Aww. thought you'd like this oh you're it's still a-, a massive weirdo for what you do at the doctor's office but uh, this this just brings glee to my heart of course i mean it's just a cute little thing to end the show today 
with like it looks like it looks like a go bundy you know i have an east one uh the westminster dog show a couple years ago good really yes wow it's about time yeah and i know you're familiar with up at mackinac oh uh, the dog, the little, the, the, the game room where, uh, their dog Sadie was a winner of the best in show, which another good movie, by the way, Rich, which I know, oh, you, which I know you one. like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And see, I love, yes. I love best in show. I love all the Christopher guest films. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. R- yeah. Uh, Rich is a, uh, I, I think Rich delivers the Christopher guest lines better than Christopher guest, but it's, <laughs> it's true. Uh, speaking of movies, Dave, let's do something nice for one of our P ones who's been begging everyone to do this. Uh, Mr. Positive has been begging everyone to say something nice about the Elvis movie. Are you still embargoed about? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, uh, we'll we'll be, we'll be talking about the Elvis movie uh, the next episode. Okay. But you know, the fact that you mentioned Mr. Positive's name, he'll be over the moon. Well, he, he's always sharing uh, our episodes. So I thought maybe we do something. Kind of something i uh, did i did see the elvis movie and i will give you my review uh on our next episode all right so dave will do that uh also what what are you reporting back to us on i forgot already i will be reporting back to you on what my friend in the medical community feels about the (laughs) way that i get that how i streamline the doctor's visit gotcha so uh we'll have the elvis movie uh review from dave uh we'll have confirmation that he is in fact a sociopathic weirdo and uh a short turnaround for this episode we'll be back uh our our normal night and time next week so about a week and a half until our next episode so thank you everyone for listening and we'll talk to you uh in 11 ish days see you give or take bye